So, Colin, it's asking for a friend. It is. Week two. Week two. And you guys asked even more good questions. Yeah. We had a great week last week, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We did. Answered some great questions. It's been a lot of fun to be able to answer your guys' questions. So, hopefully, this is engaging for you guys. And this is like we're answering questions that you guys have been wondering about. Yeah. Um, and we kind of feel like it, it was a good week last week because you guys wrote in even more questions for us to answer. So, uh, we have yeah. a ton of questions. And we got here. one more week, too. We uh, do. Well, There's AJ one more has week. one more week. Uh, you high schoolers, most of you will be up at Houseboats next week. That's right. How many of you guys are going to Houseboats? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you are. That's a good amount. All right. So if you're in high school and you're not going to Houseboats, or if you're going into junior high or you're in junior high, we're going to be here still next Tuesday. I will be handling the questions all on my own. Mm. I got a good first question to answer last yeah, you week. Do. All right. So you guys, if you have questions for me, maybe questions about Colin, you know, write them on a... <laughs> I won't be here, so I guess you can ask whatever answer, you want. And I can make up whatever answer I want, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> Colin does have a lower back tattoo of a <laughs> butterfly. Well, no, I don't. Well, no, <laughs> I don't, he said. It's not a butterfly, is it? <laughs> All right, we've sure. wasted enough time. Let's get into this. Yeah. Colin. Why don't I ask the first one? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so uh, just like last week, we're going to uh, read the questions that you guys wrote in. We swear you guys wrote them in because, yeah, honestly, there's no way we wrote them. Our handwriting is not nearly as horrible as yours. So, um, so sure. Colin, what's the first question? This one is by James Harley. Uh, was Godzilla, I feel like that's a made-up name, was Godzilla a documentary like National Treasure? Yes. It's <laughs> an easy answer. It is. Godzilla is as much. <laughs> Thanks. Godzilla is <laughs> as much as a. What were you gonna say? <laughs> Godzilla is as much of a documentary as National Treasure is. That's true. Yeah. Uh, they're Dash, both. They're both zero percent documentaries. No, National Treasure was a. Did you know that someone stole the Declaration of Independence? I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression of uh, what's, what's his, his name. name? Nicholas Cage? No, I was thinking Ben, yes. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, Godzilla and National Treasure, neither one of them are documentaries. You guys are stupid. All right. <laughs> this is a follow-up to a question that we answered last week. How many of you guys were here last week? All right. What? Some of them just didn't answer the question. Yeah. That can't yeah. be true. Okay. Did my great-grandparents see in black? Last week, we answered, did my grandparents see in black and white? This one says, did my great-grandparents yeah, they specifically wrote it's a follow-up question, right? See in black and white. Yeah. Remember Great to mention that this is follow-up question. This yeah. is follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the, your grandparents did not, but your great-grandparents right. did. We got confused because my grandparents are the same age as your great-grandparents, so that's where I got confused. Oh, I see. All right. I so, see. Colin, let's just move on to that's the That's not one. true. Your great-grandparents did not see in black and white. Uh, AJ, what Hold are on, your... read who it's from. Uh, read who it's from. Yeah, Anna, Anna Carlson. Anna Carlson. Anna Carlson. Is she here? She's Anna? Not here tonight. I haven't seen her. She's not here. Um, well, uh, AJ, what are your Tell favorite... Tell her we answered her question. Colors. Uh, charcoal gray. That's, that's my that's favorite a quick color. answer. Yeah. Colin, I, what is your favorite I don't color? really know. <laughs> I don't know. We learned a lot about our personalities by answering this question. We did. I immediately said charcoal gray, which is like I had an answer, but it was a really boring answer. Yeah. And you just don't have an answer. I just said I don't know. 
Colin blue, said, maybe. uh, blue. <laughs> so. Maybe. Evie, green? what's Colin's favorite color? What is it? Forest yeah. green? Like, like, like this? Is it forest green? Sure. That works <laughs> better than you do. Are you guys incorporating forest green into your wedding colors? Yeah? Is Colin going to wear a camouflage tuxedo? Yes, absolutely. And <laughs> flip-flops. That's right. Hey, who thinks I should wear flip-flops? Hey, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I won't allow it. I won't allow it. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to the real question. We should. <laughs> I think. Uh, who asks? Oh, I think you, I asked this turn. one. Yeah, it's your I turn. Yeah, I think I asked this one. Okay, this is kind of a longer question, kind of a uh, two-parter long question. But it's a great question that I bet a, a lot of you guys have wondered about. <laughs> I have a bunch of good friends that are Catholic. Yeah. Will they still get into heaven if they are... A, if they are a different religion, a different religion, uh, you might want to let us answer the question. Yeah. Colin um, went to school, and yeah. I know Colin, <laughs> so I listened to him. I all right, doesn't make me right all the time. Um, all right, so first of all, there's like there, there's kind of like two questions, okay, in this one question. Yep. Uh, th there is two questions in this one question, but there, there kind of, we can kind of break this up. Um, but first of all, I'll say that it's not a different religion, okay? It's not a different religion. Um, and, and so, but first of all, like I said, I want to kind of separate this into two different questions, okay? So over here, first of all, uh, we have a question of if they're going to heaven or not, right? So it's asking, will they get into heaven um, if, right, if they're a different religion? So we have the question of getting into heaven, okay? And so if we break that down, the question is, like, how do we, get, how do we know that we're going to heaven, Okay, that's the, like, that's, that's what that question means. Does that make sense? And then there's another question of, are they theologically correct? Okay, I know Catholics. that's a big word. Catholics. Yes, yeah. are Catholics theologically correct? Okay, now we're not going to answer that question because that's a bigger question and that's a bigger deal. And uh, I don't really want to talk about that. So we're yeah. not going to. But what I want to talk about is uh, this question because this is what they're asking is if they're going to heaven or not. Okay, and so by, uh, by answering the way we're going to answer this question is by answering how we get to heaven. The way that we get to heaven is through Jesus, right? And so the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus. And so the answer to this question is, if they have a relationship with Jesus, then yeah, they're going to heaven. Does that make sense? That's the simple answer. If they have a relationship, if Jesus is their focus, if Jesus is the center uh, of everything that they do, then yeah, they're going to heaven. It's, it's, it's pretty simple, um, that sounds like a really simple answer, but that's the truth. If Jesus is the center, if Jesus is the focus, then they're going to heaven. That's how we get into heaven. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah? It does to me. Good. <laughs> Good. Yes. Do you have more to add to that? Yeah, I, we just wanted to clarify, so you guys don't miss this, that uh, uh, being Catholic, Catholicism, is not a, re a different religion than Christianity. There are three main branches of Christianity. You have Catholicism, Orthodox, and Protestant, and they both, they all three have kind of a different way that they do church and different traditions, yeah. but, uh, but when, you, when you look at each section of the religion, their main focus on paper is that Jesus is their God, he's the Son of God, he died on a cross and rose three days later for their sins, and so uh, people who are Catholic are Christian, just like we are Christian, we would be called Protestants, all right? 
Um, and uh, we can talk to you guys later about the differences between those if you have questions. Yeah. But the main thing that we want you guys to know is that whether you're Catholic, whether you're Protestant or Orthodox, uh, the way that we get to heaven is by having a relationship with Jesus. And so there are a lot of Catholic people that don't have a relationship with Jesus. They have a relationship with traditions. And unfortunately, there are a lot of Protestant people that don't have a relationship with Jesus either. And our challenge for you guys in this room is to ensure that you don't have a relationship with a religion. You have a relationship with your Savior. That's the important thing. Yeah. Okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. Somebody write that down. That was good. That was good. That's why we gave you guys blank pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's important not to have a relationship with a religion, but a relationship with Savior. my Savior. Yeah, yeah, and, and the proof of this is really, I mean, John 3.16. You guys know John 3.16? A lot of us know it. What does it say? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not but have eternal life, right? That whoever believes in him, right? That's our proof. The only way to get there is through Jesus. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Not a way, not a truth, and a life. I am the way, the one and only way. Does that make sense? Yep. So the only way is through Jesus. So just like he said, it's not about religion, it's about a relationship with your Savior. Yep. But there are some key differences. So if you guys have questions about that, you have friends that are Catholic or whatever that yeah. you want to talk to us about, we'd love to talk more about that. Likewise, with that, we want to say that because they're not different religions, we're not saying that anyone can be in any religion and have a relationship with Jesus. If you're Muslim, if you're another religion, Jesus is not your God. And so that's a very different thing, okay? So you guys understand that. If you have more questions about that, write them down. We, will, we can even contact you one-on-one -on -one with that, okay? But yeah. also, Jesus, we talked about Jesus. This is kind of a follow-up question mm -hmm. about Jesus, um, and it's also kind of about different religions. And so one of you guys wrote in, what is the difference between being Jewish and Christian? And if Jesus was Jewish, why are we yeah. Christians? Yeah. All right? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, what's the difference between Jewish, being Jewish and being Christian? So there's this point when Jesus comes, right, when the Jewish people are following God. And Jesus came, and Jesus didn't come to create Christianity, okay? I want you guys to know, Jesus didn't come to create a new religion. Jesus came to say to these Jewish people, to his people, say, hey, come follow me. All, all in the Old Testament, God is telling his people, the Jewish people, he's telling them, hey, look, there's, uh, there, I'm going to send a Savior to save you, to save my people, and so Jesus comes, and he doesn't come to create a new religion. He, he comes to fulfill um, a law. He comes to fulfill the promise that God had made to them to send a Savior. And so he doesn't come to create a new religion. He came, he came to save his people, the Jewish people. And so he doesn't, like, what's the difference between being Jewish and Christian was because some people, the, some of the Jewish people decided to follow Jesus, and some of them didn't. Some of them decided to send him to the cross. Mm -hmm. Some of them decided that they weren't going to follow him. Some of them decided that they weren't going to believe that he really was the son of God, that he was the savior that God had promised. And so the Jewish people, the people who we think of today that would be Jewish, are the people who are still waiting for that savior. Yeah. They, they, didn't, they don't believe that Jesus came to fulfill that promise. Yes. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jesus didn't ever tell his followers, like, hey, those of you who are following me, you will call yourselves Christians. Yeah. We're, Jesus didn't make up that term. That was a term, of a word that someone else uh, came up with later, a little later down the road. And uh, the word Christian 
obviously it has Christ in it, just means someone who is following Christ or someone who is about Christ. Similar to like, if you're from Fresno, you're a Fresnin, right? If you, bless you, I think, if you are, (laughs) if you, (laughs) it's Tomas in here. (laughs) Um, If you are uh, a, someone who follows Christ, you are a Christian, okay? And so that's the difference between being Jewish uh, as a religion and being Christian as a religion. And then the answer to, if Jesus was Jewish, why are we Christian? Jesus was Jewish by heritage and by ethnicity. um, And I'm not. I'm not Jewish. My family's not from Israel. I'm not Jewish. Maybe like a long time ago or something. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe know. a long time ago, all right? But uh, Jesus was Jewish because he was a Jew. He was yeah. from Israel. That's where he's from. Yeah. Uh, we are Christians because we follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. similar to those Catholics being Christians, they follow Jesus mm-hmm. as long as he's their focus, yep. all right? Yep. Um, oh, we did want to point out that... Uh, There are still Jewish people by ethnicity and also Jewish people by religion. Most Jews don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God and the Savior, but there are some Jews who do believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and those are called Messianic Jews. Um, I know this is kind of just a history lesson now, but a Messianic Messianic means uh, believing in the Messiah. Okay, they believe that Jesus is the Messiah. All right? Does that make sense? That was a big question with a big answer, and it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. Yep. Ask right, me the next one. I'm ready for it. One. All right. Um, AJ, why are curse words bad? Aren't they just words? They're not bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Colin uses curse words all the time. <laughs> not true. Okay. No, um, why are curse words bad and aren't they just words? I have heard this question and this argument um, since before time um, because that's how old I am. Um, and... A simple answer is that, yes, curse words that we have are just words. They're, a lot of times they're just made up noises that uh, over time they become some, a word that means something. And then someone has determined, like, that word's appropriate versus that word's not. Um, but the reason that they're bad, let's talk about why are curse words bad. Because you guys know the difference between what's a curse word and what's not a curse word. We don't need to explain that, all right? You guys know what's, what's a bad word and what's not a bad word. But the reason that curse words uh, are bad or the reason we shouldn't use them is, one, the definition of profanity. Profanity is another word for a curse word, right? Profanity means blasphemous or obscene language. And anything that's blasphemous is not showing respect to God. Uh, and it means using your mouth for offensive, hurtful words, um, not showing respect to God, the God that created you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say exactly that. If we are using words, if God created our mouths and we're using disrespectful words, are we respecting the God who created us? No. I hope your answer to that is no. Because God created our mouths and we're not using our mouths in the way that he created them to use. We're, we're using abusive, we're using disrespectful um, and, and foul language. And when we use those languages, um, we're, we're disrespecting not only the person that we're talking to them about, not only the person that we uh, call that name. Um, even if we don't call someone that name, we're being disrespectful in general, right? Because everyone knows that those words are disrespectful, they're foul, and they're wrong. And so if everyone knows that they're foul and they're wrong, then are we being a good example of who Jesus is? No. 
And so we are not respecting the God who created us and the God uh, who made our mouths, yeah. right? Yeah. If we use foul language, basically what we're saying is, especially if our friends, like if we're at school and we're using bad language and our friends also know that like we claim to be a Christian and we go to church, we're being a, a hypocritical example of what a follower of Christ is. Yeah. Um, and everything that we, we do and say should be meant to glorify God. But on top of all of those things, as Christ followers, if you claim to believe who Jesus said he was and what the Bible says he did, you also are saying that you believe what the Bible says and that you're choosing to follow what the Bible says. And so on top of foul language not glorifying God, the Bible also calls us and in fact, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not challenges, but commands us to not use foul language. In yeah. Ephesians 4, 29, it says, do not use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And then also in James 1, 26, it says, if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion mm -hmm. is worthless. And the point is, guys, that if you claim to be a follower of Jesus and then you live in a, in a way that's the opposite of that, you, it, the Bible tells us that we're not truly a follower of Christ. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Does that make sense? Good? Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. have more questions, write them down. We'll answer them later, all right? Mm -hmm. Or come find us after this. We've got one last question that we want time to get into. So uh, am I asking? I'm asking you this, all right? Sure. So this is kind of a two-part question. Uh, Colin, this is the question that we got more questions about. This yeah. is like the theme that we got the most questions about from you guys. Um, so obviously it's something that you guys are wondering about. So do people actually hear from God or is it just a feeling mm. is the first part of the question. Do people actually hear from God or is it just a feeling? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a great question. And this um, person asked it, why will God not speak to me? Um, yeah, so I'll stick with the first one first. Yep. Uh, do people actually hear from God or is it just a feeling? Um, yes, people hear from God. Yes, we hear from God. The Bible talks about us hearing from God. It might not be the ways that you expect to hear from God. In fact, a lot of times it's not the ways that you expect to hear from God. It, it might not be, it could be, because there's lots of evidence through the Bible of how God speaks audibly, how he, how he says words to people, um, but it might not be that way. Um, and if you're, I'll say, if you're looking for that, um, then you're looking in the wrong place. Um, but there's different ways that God can speak to you. Um, yes, it can be through feelings. Yes, it can be through thoughts. Um, there's three, really three different ways that I wanted to point out. And one, uh, one is hearing from God in his word, um, reading the Bible. Um, this, we, let, we read last week in 1 Timothy that uh, this is uh, God's, God's word that he breathed life into. And so if God inspired this word and he breathed life into this word, then do you think he can speak into it and speak into our lives with this word? Yes. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> I was listening. Good, yeah. We can, Jesus can speak to us through his word. And so when we're in the Bible and we're reading, God can speak to us through his word. He can use stories to speak to us through his word. Really quick, I wanted to tell a story about how God spoke to me through his word. Um, I was reading, uh, there was a, a time, let's say, I think it was a couple years ago, um, over summer, um, that I, I was really feeling um, really resentful toward my mom. 
And I didn't really own up to those feelings. I didn't really, uh, actually, honestly, I didn't even really see those feelings. Um, I, I, they were kind of hidden. It was kind of just in my heart. Um, it was uh, ways that I interacted with her. I was not very nice to her. Um, and honestly, I didn't, like, I didn't recognize it. I didn't see it um, until I read a story, um, and I put myself in the story. I read the story of Mary and Martha, um, where Mary and Martha are, uh, Jesus comes to their house, and um, we don't have to go through the whole story, but Martha, I think it's Martha, right? Martha's the one that um, sits at the feet of Jesus. No? Other way around. Mary's the one that sits at the feet of Jesus, yeah. and you know, their names sound similar. They do. Uh, is the, yeah, yeah. It's confusing. confusing. Their parents kind of messed us all up. I know. Yeah. Mary sits at the feet of Jesus and listens to Jesus while Martha is off and, and she's cleaning and she's cooking and doing all these things. And she's not recognizing the point that Jesus is there and that he's, he's with them. And so I put myself in this story and it made me realize that, that my mom, I was really just judging my mom and, and doing things. My mom was making choices that I didn't like. And I was choosing to be resentful toward my mom for choices that she was making. But she, that's her, those are her choices. She's a different person. And I wanted to control her. And so I started feeling resentful toward her. So God spoke to me through that story and showed me how I was being, he brought this up to me. And I ended up, I ended up calling my mom and say, saying, mom, has this, like, have I actually been doing this? Again, I didn't see it. Have I been mean to you? Have I been rude to you? Have I been resentful toward you? And she said, yeah. And she started crying because she didn't, she, she realized it. She heard about it. I mean, she saw, she was feeling this for a while. And so I called her and I said, I'm sorry. And I apologized to her, and I said, I, I, I'm really, I didn't recognize that I was doing this. I didn't recognize that I had this resentment built up in me. And so I had to call her, and I had to apologize. But God used this story in his word to, to show that to me, to reveal to, to me my heart and how I had a hard heart toward my mom. Does that make sense? So God uses his word, uses stories, uses things in his word to speak to us. Okay? That's one way that, I know that was a little longer than you probably wanted, but God, that's one way that God speaks to us is through his word. The second thing that God uses um, is through other people. Okay? And I won't go into super detail about this one, but basically God uses other people. He speaks to other people, and, and God uses other people's words. If God created our mouth, then he can give us words out of our mouth. Right? And so God, if God can speak through other people, maybe it's through a message that you hear on a Sunday or on a Wednesday or Tuesday, um, God can use, speak through friends or family, speak through even your parents, and he can speak to pe through people to give you words. And so if you're looking for God to speak an audible voice, but you're not recognizing that he might be speaking through your parents, and then you're missing out, okay? The last one is just that hearing from God, just hearing from God in prayer. Prayer is a big one. Prayer, a lot of times we miss out on a huge part of prayer because a huge part of prayer is just listening. See, we want to talk at God. We want to talk and talk and talk and talk at God. And we want to ask him things. We think that prayer is a lot of just asking God and, and talking at him and saying, God, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm, I'm this, I'm this. And, and it is. We should. But it's also spending time just sitting in silence. Just sitting and waiting. And listening and, and, and waiting for things to be brought up. And maybe it's a thought that pops in your head. Okay? Maybe, it's, maybe it's a thought that just randomly pops in your head. God can use those things to speak to you. Does that make sense? Three things. God can use those three things to speak to you. That's how you can hear from him. So yes, people actually hear from God. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. And as you were talking, I was kind of, one thing I was thinking about is 
I remember when I was, uh, you know, junior high, high school, I mean, even as an adult, there's times where we doubt and we just, we so often want the easy answer. Yeah. And we want the easy proof. And so myself and probably a lot of us in here have had times where we're like, you know, God, I just, I want to believe in you, but if you don't like say something out loud to me right now, I don't know, man, I, maybe you're not listening. Uh, because we hear, we hear stories from the Bible, especially from the Old Testament, about people like Moses, right? Like, you guys know how God spoke to Moses through a burning bush, and that, Bible tell, or that story in the Bible tells us that Moses heard God calling out to him from that bush, and we're led to believe, we have to assume, that that was out loud. There was volume to that. And, the, yeah. and on that same mountain years later in Moses' life, God talks to him again, right? And so we wonder, like, God... If, you're, if I'm supposed to believe that you'll talk to Moses, why don't you talk? Do you not love me? Do you not care about me? Or are you not real? And one thing that we have to remember is that when Jesus came and then died and then came back and then he left, he said that God was going to send the gift of his Holy Spirit to be with us. And so something changed. God spoke to people in the Old Testament because God the Father was the God that spoke to people. And then we had Jesus the Son, who for 33 years was the God on earth that spoke to people and was an example to people of who God is. And then since he resurrected, and what's it called when he went back up? Thank you. There it is. <laughs> yeah. He did some Avengers thing. and was like, oh. <laughs> Right? I don't know where you got Avengers. And then the Holy Spirit came. And yeah. so now it's different. God speaks to us in a different way. We've, not, we've seen through history that God operates differently at different times, okay? One of you guys asked about, like, well, what about, like, in the Old Testament when God was, like, turning people into salt and he doesn't do that now and stuff like that, okay? Those are valid questions, but God operates differently based on different parts of history. And so now the way that God speaks to us, it might not be out loud, but we have two things that Moses never had, and that was the Scripture that tells how Jesus lived, and we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is God with us at all times. Yeah. And so I don't need to stumble upon a burning bush where God meets me in a physical landmark because I have God within me at all times. And when I want to know what God is saying to me, I have to spend time in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting there and you're saying, God, I'm going to test you, speak out loud to me right now, or you're not real, you're not willing to have a relationship with Jesus, and you don't get to hear from God yeah. because you're not listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I hope somebody wrote that down, too. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, hopefully. So, yeah. Um, and, and one thing I wanted to say, too, with that is how do I, how, like, we can ask the question, how do we know if we're hearing from God, right? Like, if a, if a thought pops in our head, and we're like, okay, maybe this is from God, maybe it's not, maybe I should go do this, maybe I shouldn't, um, I'll just say this. Number one, check with, with his word, okay? If it's something that, that if you know, if you want to know if it was from God, man, look in here, Okay? Yeah. If it's not in here, then it wasn't God. It was you. Okay? If it's not in here, if it doesn't check out with what Jesus said, if it doesn't check out with what the Bible says, if it's something that's wrong, something that you shouldn't do, that you know you shouldn't do, then it probably wasn't God. Mm -hmm. Okay? Man, we don't have to make it complicated. If it, if it isn't good, then it probably wasn't God. Ooh. There's another a good one, one too. <laughs> Yeah. So how do we know if writing. we hear from, hear from God? <laughs> if it's not good, then it wasn't from God. Yeah, write it down. Yeah, there you that's go. Good stuff. 
Yeah, I, honestly, uh, Colin, a lot of these questions I think are really valid, and we love that you guys are wrestling with them and are asking them. But so often, these, uh, the answers to these questions are so much more simple than we yeah. make them. It's, it's about having a relationship with Jesus and willing to, to live the way he lived. And to kind of piggyback on what you were just saying is, um, as, as student ministry workers um, and your small group leaders, like, we've all heard questions like, you know, I really want to date this person, and, and I don't know what God is saying. God says no. Okay, that's the answer. Um, it's that simple, all right? So if you have to ask, it's not. It's just not from God, right? Like, no, it's okay. I can save him. No, you no, can't. No. Uh, you can't, because no. you couldn't even save yourself. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. Yeah. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, Colin, do we have any more questions that we're no, going over tonight? No. I would just say, man, if, if you're wondering how you hear from God, um, man, just make sure that you're listening. Yeah. Spend, time, spend time in silence. Don't be afraid to be quiet. A lot of us are afraid of silence. We're afraid because we don't know what's going to happen if we're quiet. We want to play music when, we're, yeah. when it's quiet in our room. We try to have a quiet time, and 10 seconds in, we're like, I wonder what's going on on Instagram. Yeah, right? exactly, right? Yep. So we're afraid. Yeah, same. No, not same. I don't do that. <laughs> we're afraid... <laughs> We're afraid to spend time being quiet. So spend time. Spend time being quiet and see what happens. The answer to all of the questions tonight, well, other than what our favorite color is and yeah. those questions, but the answer to all the real questions tonight, guys, is about having a relationship with Jesus and yeah. being willing to live the way that he lived, all right? Yep. So uh, we would love to hear more questions from you guys. Write them on a card, all right? They're trying to throw a paper airplane. Yeah. Can we answer it? After we're done praying. Like, yeah. bring it up here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Is it on the front or the back? Is it a serious question? Or? No, but it's a good one. <laughs> it's good. Okay, let's pray first, and then yeah. we'll answer it. Does that work? Yeah, if you want to, like, if you want to stay for extra innings and listen to us answer that question, go for oh, it, God. all right? <laughs> All right, I'll pray. God, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you, um, man, for the fact that we can ask questions, um, that you give us the freedom um, to, to ask questions of you, God, um, and, and discover answers together. Thank you for the fact that we can have a relationship with you, that we can seek you, um, that we can hear from you. God, I pray that for, uh, for those of us that are seeking that, um, man, that we would choose um, to be silent and to listen, um, and not only to listen, but to obey. Um, to listen to what you have to say through your word, through people, um, and through uh, the, th the ways that you speak to us. And then would you challenge us um, to move forward and to obey, um, obey your word and what you have for us. God, we thank you so much for who you are. We love you in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Uh, if you have more questions, write them on your Ask, uh, Ask Us Anything cards or on your connection cards. Put them in the bucket on the way out. If you're going to go, go quietly so we can answer Abby's question. All right? We're going to be here for a couple more minutes. We're, we're still doing something. All right? Okay. That's not a question mark. No. <laughs> All right. Um, Colin, are you ready? Sure. Okay, here's the extra... Put Extra them in the inning. barrel. In the barrel. Not this. This is not a barrel. Sure. All right. Abby, a confused Disney fan. It says, please discuss at a service after houseboats. 
Be quiet, junior high boys. <laughs> be quiet means be quiet, not keep making noise. Why does Donald Duck wear a shirt with no pants, but Mickey wear shorts? Without a shirt. Without a shirt. In the barrel. The barrel. The barrel. There's holes. There's, like this. Go do it. Watch. In the barrel. Go over there. Connection card. All right. The reason that Donald Duck wears a shirt with no pants is that he's formal and feathers cover up a lot more than mouse fur. All right. That's the answer. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night.